0: Episode 8 of iKidapod, and I did a round podcast made
1: by kids. That's spelled K-I-D-Z. We're your hosts, Mr. Awesome Husky and Nomer. Today we'll be talking about... Ryan Reddington. What Gene Hall mean. A tie that made history.
0: And the iconic Togo. Enjoy!
1: Enjoy. Hi, I'm Mr. Awesome Husky, and today's Meet the Musher, we are talking about Ryan Reddington. He is currently in place. Believe it or not, Ryan Reddington is the grandson of Joe Reddington sir, the father of the Iditarod. His dad was in the race 14 times, and his grandpa, dad, and uncle are all in the Mushing Hall of Fame. Mushing is, is in his blood. Ryan finished 7th place in last year's 2021 Iditarod. He has three lead dogs, which are probably super cute, named Henry, Ghost, and Splint.
0: Hi, I'm Nomer. In today's Day in History, I'll be talking about a time that happened someday in March on 1978. This was the day of an amazing tie. The two racers that got caught up in this tie are Dick Mackey and Rick Swenson. This tie actually had a winner. It ended up, it ended up finishing with Dick Mackey before Rick Swenson this wasn't an easy decision to make for the judges. They had to look back on the tape. They realized that they were tenths of a second apart. You might be wondering, well, how did they figure out who won? Well, they actually had to judge the tie by the tip of the dog's nose. So, their times ended up being 18 hours, 52 minutes, and 24 seconds, and of course, 18 hours, 52 minutes, and 23 seconds. This unbelievable moment will probably never happen again. Thanks for listening to today's Day in History.
2: Hi, I'm Boto, and in today's Meet the Dogs, we are going to meet Togo, the true savior of Nome. Togo was the lead dog of musher Leonard Tepala and his dog sled team in the 1925 serum run to Nome across central and northern Alaska. Despite covering a far greater distance than any other lead dogs on the run over some of the most dangerous parts of the trail, his role was left out of the news of the event at the time in favor of the lead dog, for the last leg of the relay, Boto, whom Zipal also owned and had bred. In 2011, Time Magazine named Togo the most heroic animal of all time. The dog that often gets credit for saving the town is Boto, but he just happened to run the last 55-mile leg in the race. This led dog, who did the lion's share of work, was Togo. His journey fraught with whiteout storms, waste, was the longest by 200 miles and included a traverse across perilous Norton Sound where he saved his team and musher in a courageous swim through ice floes. Thanks for listening to today's Meet the Dogs.
3: Hello, I am the musher's dog, and this is what Jean means and the Iditarod. If you've ever seen or heard of the Iditarod, you've probably out of the corner of your ear heard the mushers shout mysterious words like G and Ha. Well, you're probably wondering what these mean. First of all, these two words come from the German language. G means right turn and Ha means left turn. Because of all these twists and turns from Anchorage to Nome, Alaska, the mushers have to be able to direct their dogs through the track without having to shout long sentences over the noise of all their dogs, paws, and the drag of the sled.
2: We have a winner. Musher Brent Sass of Eureka, Alaska, crossed the finish line of the 50th Iditarod in Nome at 538 a.m. today claiming his first Iditarod championship out of seven times competing. Brent had 11 dogs running when he crossed the finish line. He finished in eight days, 14 hours, 38 minutes, and 43 seconds. Congratulations. Running in second place was the defending champion, Dallas C V. CV raced into Nome at 6.46 a.m. with his seven-dog team, just over an hour after Sass. Both racers mentioned the windy conditions on the trail.
0: Winds were blowing as strong as 50 miles per hour. Yesterday night, Eric Kelly barely made it to the Galena checkpoint because his sled was falling apart. Luckily, Josh McNeil was there because he scratched. And Kelly was about to scratch because you can't race with a broken sled. Since McNeil's sled is exactly the same as Kelly's, they traded sled because Kelly's was broken. The transition was easy. What a great example of sportsmanship. Josh McNeil made the decision to turn around and scratch after leaving the checkpoint of Gleena and racing the river and reaching the river. McNeil's scratch was not because of injuries or illness, but instead due to the leader issues. He was running out of dogs to lead, so he made the decision in the best interest of his dogs. Thank you so
2: much for listening to this episode of I Kidapod. Shout out to, to Riverside's PTO for sponsoring it. We hope you enjoyed Episode 8 of I like, Hit a Pod.